it's 11.02, so gather round the radio and listen to your favorite show. It's Martin and Mac, and they've got a big sack full of stories, full of jokes, haikus and a robot rope. they got a friend in Florida, well not a friend but sorta, and lots of friends in Illinois, including one they don't enjoy. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee. Seth is trying to build their brand, but he's the worst in all the land. Huzzah to them both, and hurrah to the true fan. Sitting by the radio, waiting for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the Red Lot on the south side of Soldier Field. I'm Matt. And I'm Mayton. And now, let's get our butts kicked by Aaron Rodgers. All right. Yeah. Wait, we're getting our butts kicked by him? Yes. We're the only people yet left that haven't gotten our butts kicked by him. Oh, I don't know if I signed up for this. Okay. Maybe I did and I don't remember. Yeah, you better go into your iCloud and check your subscriptions again. Okay. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Right. So we have episode 71 laying ahead of us here, everybody. Provocative chips. Um, But first we're going to get started. Right. First, we're going to get started with uh, our old pals, Doc P and Coach P. They're here with Revisionist News. Uh, Martin, do you have the uh, link up ready? Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay. We're good. Hello. Hey, it's Coach. Can you hear me? Hi, Coach. Can oh, it- Doc. How you doing? Great oh. to see you, hear you again. Yes, very well. I, uh, I, you know, had a little jet lag to get over on my way back from uh, the United Kingdom. But, uh, well, you know, I've heard, I've had worse to deal with. Yeah, it must be tough. You had, like, what, a 30-hour bicycle ride to get back to Austria or wherever you live? Austria? Oh, Coach P. Let's not get into European geography. That's one of the ones that I am definitely going to be better at than you, among <laughs> other things. Hey, you like you like a Coach little competition, Doc Martin? Here, let's uh, let's stick to the news here. I, Martin, I'm glad you stepped in. So, guys, uh, we've got uh, Canadian actor Bill Shatner flew into space on Blue Origin's new Shepard mission. Now, um, that, if you're not fully aware of the news, uh, he went into space on uh, Jeff Bezos' rocket ship. And, you know, um, I don't know. What do you think about that, Coach P? Does does a Canadian deserve to go into space uh, before an American? Glad you asked that, Matt. Are you sure you fact-checked this right? He's Canadian? Look, Coach P, Matt is never wrong. That is one thing I can say for sure. Well, I'm just saying, you know, Neil Armstrong wasn't from Canada. 
John Glenn wasn't from Canada. You know, Michael J. Fox never went to the moon. Well, I do think that it is is symbolic, and it does speak to the special relationship that Americans have with, uh, well, countries that they can bully around. And um, I would say that Canada fills this role uh, quite nicely for the United States. I'd say this about Canada. Their football is weird. Not as weird as yours, Doc, but a little weird. Their bacon is... Don't even get me started on that. I guess they're okay. They got whiskey. Uh, But there wasn't an old American they could have sent up there. I don't know, Dick Cheney? Weird football, what? You think that I am... The football I play is weird. I will just never get over this. Well, listen... One thing that that we, those of us who are uh, students of the mind and uh, relationships, uh, we know that there's always symbolism in, uh, in the things that we do. And, uh, well, sending uh, William Shatner or Bill into space is, uh, well, it's kind of like he's on top. Like, you know, Canada is on top of the United States, and United States... It lets Canada be on top all the time as long as, you know, they get their way. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a way that relationships work, and uh, I think it's very beautiful. Well, it's Martin here again, guys. Um, just want to jump in here. I think we're getting off track. But, Doc, I do have a question for you specifically. When Bill Shatner landed... Yeah, it's almost like a revelation, like an out-of-body experience. Uh, Did you see that, and what's your take on that? Well, I read some, actually, some very lovely things that he said, and he said he hoped he never got over the feeling he had at that moment. I think that's really beautiful, and something about it speaks to the, the galactic universal truths. Uh, I don't know about out-of-body experiences. I uh, have not done those studies uh, with the, you know, uh, hallucinogens and so forth. Uh, And Coach P, uh, do you know anything about out-of-body experiences? This has all gone off the deep end for me, Doc. Um, About the only thing I can tell you, I look up at night, it's dark. And... We should have sent Dick Cheney up there. That's about all I know. Well, I would recommend uh, from my home country uh, some uh, ice bathing and uh, breath holding, and you may find yourself getting out of your body and into a new frame of mind. Okay, guys, that, that was yeah, great. Well, wow, okay. I, um, I think, thanks for uh, jumping in, Matt. It was going to get ugly, I think. I think that, you know, once again, we've gotten a really unique take on the news. And, you know, uh, there's no better time to start changing the narrative about the news than immediately after it's published. Well said. Yep. Sort of. Well, Um, thanks, Doc. And thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. All right, guys. See you next week. 
I would like to introduce our topic today, and I have a little bit of a backstory with this. Yeah. So uh, today's topic is called provocative chips. Right. Um, Some of you may know our friend Gravy. Yes. And it would be a good, like, testament to if you actually listen to the podcast, if somehow it got back to him that we were talking about him. But anyway. Yes. During NFL football games, there's a lot of commercials. Have you noticed that, Matt? Absolutely. I've done a really good job of tuning them out. But clearly they work for some people because they keep buying the commercial time. Yep. So many years ago, Gravy was over in my house. And the commercials were on. Then about 10 minutes later, he gets like this mischievous, sly grin on his face. And he's like, Martin, I have to tell you something. I'm like, okay. And he says, I saw a commercial on TV for the Papa John's fettuccine Alfredo pizza, and I ordered one, and it's on the way. Wow. That that happened. So it showed up. No one wanted it except for him. And he had one piece. He also invented the title Provocative Chips, which I'll let Matt explain more about now. Well, so there's some, so running along the same theme as Fettuccine Alfredo pizza, that's a weird food. Pizza and pasta mixed together into one is weird. We're in a time where everyone's trying to, you know, create a new flavor. Like, you know, uh, you know what I mean? There's a lot of examples. And yes, we noticed, you know, I, I don't know. This was a few years ago. And Lay's had their Tastes of America flavors. Right. And like one of the one of the flavors was cappuccino. Okay, that's real. Yeah. Another one was biscuits and gravy, um, wasabi ginger. So, you know, things that people like, you know, usually, but not necessarily in a potato chip. Just like, you know, uh, fettuccine and pizza might be good as a combo. If you go to to the United Kingdom, you can get prawn flavored. Sure. They call them crisps over there. And just to be clear, provocative chips in my in my the, my understanding of it, I I don't. We're not going to get into all the weird flavors of chips that people eat around the world. Prawn is probably one of the least weird of the ones True. that I've seen. I've been keeping provocative chips in you know American flavors, so. Zaps, which is a uh, potato chip company in New Orleans, they make a sweet pimento cream cheese chip. And, you know, okay, like a pimento cheese is a southern thing, and, you know, sweet and salty, sweet and savory is something people like. And who doesn't like some, you know, buttery cream cheese uh, uh, maybe flavoring? Me. Okay, well, you... You don't like a lot of things. Yeah, well, you said who doesn't like it. Okay, who other than you? 
who am you know so anyway everyone knows what i mean yeah and uh, mostly maybe it's good another one the kettle brand which oh all i know is that they just make really expensive chips bloody mary they have i mean okay bloody mary spicy flavoring could be really good but Are you, i feel like eh, to make it to eh, make it eh. well it could be but it's not in eh. by its nature provocative there's right. something provocative about ordering something off the tv eating one piece of it and just not caring about the the, the rest of the day or where the pizza ends up and then also doing it in secret but then realizing you have to tell somebody because it's coming to their house. So the question is, you know, why? And so an example of what I think is a provocative chip is HERS, H-E-R-R, classic American hot dog. It's just a little too descriptive. And, you know, it has American in it classic american and i just think that's provocative because that doesn't really tell you anything but right, if like your gravy toppings are on there right we but, don't know you know you, you go to any city in the country and they have their own kind of hot dog they think that they only only they eat but you know so this one is provocative it's something that you can argue ab- about and you know there's now We've also there's a few other brands, uh, yeah, greens. I, no, yeah, you, you, you go on, go on. There's a few other ones that I think are provocative, which is um, Big Jeff's low sodium baked ETFs. Um, yeah, it's provocative because like it piques my interest. Also made me want to vomit, maybe. But I'm right. curious. Right. Uh. Greens, that's the name of the company. Greens Sweet and Sour Index Fund Waffle Cut. I don't, I don't know. even know what that means. Right. But it seems provocative. It does. And, it and does. Gravy Boat brand buttermilk and mayo white potato crisps. Like, is that aren't, like an English brand or? I don't. No, it's not. It's, these are only American brands. Right. You said that. I'm sorry. So, you know, um, when you order and you, you buy this provocative chips and you take them to a party, you're doing it because in some ways you you want to be the center of attention. It's a shtick that you have and you you think it's funny because you bring chips that make people sort of not understand the point behind them. And also, as a backup, no one will eat them. Right. So if you, and if then, you like, you know, your specific provocative chip, they're all yours. Or if nobody likes them, that's that's just as good. If, if, if you don't either, because it'll be like, man, that guy brought chips and just left them and nobody ate them. He must be really rich. Right. Like, remember when... Matt brought the KFC mac and cheese sandwich potato chips. No one no. ate them, but that was so great. And he just left them there. I mean, 
he must be he must be rich. Only because you know person. that's like three forty nine instead of like two forty nine. Yeah, and now with inflation, it's worse. So or yeah. better, depending on what what your what your angle is on the provocative chip, you know, mo. No, so, I follow you. So I don't, you know, I'm not sure. I hope that I've done justice to provocative chips. Do you? Did I miss anything? No, I think we've come legitimately full circle on this, and it's clear to everybody exactly what the message is. I agree. Let's move on to hurrahs and huzzahs. Okay. Um, Why don't you go first, Martin? Oh, but okay. I have a huzzah. Yeah. I have a huzzah. That's the bad one. But you want me to go first? Yeah, we're doing huzzahs and hurrahs, yes. Okay. So, I have to say this carefully. My huzzah, sorry, my huzzah is to the Chicago Sky Marketing Department. Not to the Chicago Sky, who are the WNBA champions. So I want to be clear here, it's not to them. It just is to their marketing department. That's it. And maybe win Trust Arena. So I went to the game on on Friday, game three of the finals. The Sky blew them out. It was awesome, super fun. So fourth quarter, I did a lap around the arena. Doesn't take that long. And I was like, you know what? I'd love to get some Chicago Sky merch. They had one stand, and it was closed after the third quarter. That doesn't even make sense. No. Don't they want to make money? Don't they want to sell gear? Are they afraid that at the end of the game, if it's the sand still open and the sky lose, people will want to return the stuff that they bought? Excellent question. I don't know who the ad wizards are that are running the marketing department, but they're not good. They should all be fired. Yeah, no kidding. At least, and if you, not more. You ran a you ran laps there. I did one lap, and I wasn't running, but yeah. Basically, I ran laps. Wow. I know. All I wanted was a couple t-shirts, you know, maybe a jersey. Sure. You know, maybe well, even a pennant. I don't know. Well, let's give them, you know, let's let's uh, give them credit for sure for winning the WNBA championship. Yes. Again, I awesome. want to reiterate, it's only to the marketing department and maybe the arena, not right. the rest of the team. Thank you for clarifying that. I don't want anybody anybody on Twitter being like, Duke of Pipso hates the Chicago sky. That's no. not true. No. Stuff like that does not spread on social media. That, that is not Good. how Twitter works at all. Well, I don't know if anything on, about Duke of Pipso spreads on social media. Thanks, Seth. So I'm going to go ahead and give my hurrah. Great. And... My hurrah goes out to uh, cabbies. So, um, you know, just I got back from a weekend in Chicago. Uh, Martin and I went to uh, the Bears game. They played the Packers. 
Um, you know, of course, the Bears won, as they always do. <laughs> um, they did win? Yes. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yes. Sorry. Okay. No one okay. will remember. That oh. When, the, when they listen to this podcast in the future, when they're studying it in their communications classes, they'll think that the Bears always won. Um, because they did. It's because they always did. Um, so, but the bit, so I was, I don't usually take cabs, um, but for a variety of reasons, I did end up taking several cabs. And, you know, there is such a big difference between somebody whose job it is to drive all over the city and try to save you money uh, by the way they do it and Uber. Uh, and I'm not going to get into a big thing because I don't take a lot of Ubers either. But, you know, living in Chicago and riding in cabs and having them drive, like, you know, just fast enough to make the yellows and, you know, knowing what shortcuts to take and stuff like that. Just, it's a world of difference. And it, it made me realize that, you know, uh, it's not as much fun when, you know, you get in somebody's car and they're like, oh, gee, uh, here, let me put the address in and uh, don't worry, I'll follow the directions exactly as they say. And we all know the directions on GPS are just not always that good. They might get you there, but they're not the fastest way. So when you know somebody is like, ah, screw that. I know the faster way. I'll go. That's That's the real luxury of life. And, you know, we used to have it, and then we thought we were going to be all smart by, you know, taking all the cabbies' jobs away and letting normal people do their jobs for half the price and get paid less. And we ruined that. So, in my opinion. So this is a hurrah, though, right? Yeah, to the cabbies who are still out there, uh, you know, uh, still, yeah, taking, taking the shortcuts and, you know, going over the speed limit and, you know, knowing that they got to drive 47 and a 35 to get through all the lights without having to stop. And they're like, well, I'm not afraid of getting a ticket. I'm going to save this guy in the back an extra five bucks. Well, well said, sort of. Thank you. Um, um, I think this was our best episode ever. Good. Can I say that? Sure. I'd love to thank the coach and Doc for stopping by as usual. Absolutely. Um, I think they're back next week, but Matt made a sort of provocative comment about how long they'll be on the show. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't either, but it seemed like we needed to inject a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, Again, follow us on Twitter at Duke, Duke of Pipso. Hit us up on email. Uh, we want to you. know you're out there. Yeah. Hit us and, up. Uh, tell your friends also that, you know, that you just listen to maybe the best podcast that these two guys have ever done. Because, Martin, you said it yourself. I uh, did. This might this might be that. No, anyway. I think I said it is the best. Okay, good. It's the best podcast ever done. Good. By anyone. Well, yeah. Wait, really? Nice. Yeah, I said, yeah. All right. I said it. All right. So we'll, well see we you next it, week. 
What? Yeah, we hope you have a great week, everybody. Yep. Keep it real. Bye.